Hello, I am Donna Freeman, the founder of Yoga in My School, and this is the Yoga in My School podcast. I appreciate you coming and having a listen. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your comments, and your ratings. It truly is a blessing as it helps others to find us. The purpose of the Yoga in My School podcast is to empower you to share yoga and mindfulness with youth. Through the archives and this episode in particular, I know that you will receive inspiration, knowledge, and tools to help you do so. We also are big fans of building community, and we love finding people who are doing amazing things in the kids' yoga community worldwide. So if you know of someone, or maybe you are someone, who are doing something incredible and you'd like to share it, feel free to reach out. You can email me, Donna, at yoganmyschool.com with ideas for upcoming episodes. Appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day, and enjoy this episode. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Reflections 2010. This is Donna Freeman, the founder of yogainmyschool.com. And today we are pleased to welcome a totally rock star yoga couple, Brock and Krista Cahill, to the show. Brock and Krista, how are you guys? Hi, Donna. We're good. Ah, we're doing great, Donna. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Oh, thanks. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, too. I uh, do your classes on Yogi's Anonymous, Flight Club, and Balance, and you guys totally kick my butt. <laughs> oh, right on. We like to hear that. Yeah, it's a pretty common thing that we hear. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have no idea how you guys manage to do the uh, core workout that you throw in every time, and yet you do it with us. <laughs> like, uh, we do it about five day, times a day. That's, that's kind of the deal. <laughs> yeah, we, we do it with all of our clients, usually all of our classes, so we end up doing it ourselves about five times. I was like, oh, whatever, you know, what's a, one or two more uh, <laughs> for Navasadas, whatever. <laughs> Exactly. What doesn't kill you? (laughs) Precisely. (laughs) So I want to know how you two met and fell in love. That's a pretty good story. Christy, you want to answer it first? Why don't you go? Um, Okay, well, of course we met in yoga because that's where all good things happen. And um, we happened to be at a teacher's intensive about five years ago, maybe six years ago about now, uh, down at Santa Monica at Yoga Works, and uh, Annie Carpenter and Vinnie Marino were teaching this thing, and I happen to be practicing, and I look over next to me, and there's this chick that's in a back bend that's, like, standing on her feet and looking between her shin bones, and so, of course, my head, like, yanks off to the side, and I just say, whoa, and that was my first introduction to Krista, which was a pretty fabulous way to meet this chick. <laughs> Okay, Krista, what's your version? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much the same thing. You know, we had um, just taken a, a three-hour, very intense class taught by um, Vinnie Moreno and Annie Carpenter. Amazing class, but very, very intense, a lot of exertion. And he invites me to come to the class that he's teaching after it. So I thought, you know, oh, he can't be that challenging. And it was probably the most challenging class I had ever taken. 
just after taking a three-hour, very intense, hot, sweaty yoga class. So I uh, I didn't want to, you know, back down from the challenge because I'm a Leo. I'm very, very, um, you know, persistent. And I, you know, I thought, wow, this guy really impressed me. He even kicked my butt maybe a little bit harder. So, yeah, that's really where I became a big fan of Brock, his yoga, and, um, you know, just him as a person. So what's it like to be married to somebody who's in the same profession? Like, do you guys talk um, sequences and, and you know, technique all the time? Or Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, um, you know, yoga is such an integral part of our lives. Um, we live it all day, every day. You know, that's what we do. That's what our passion is. Um, you know, it's what brought us together. It's what holds us together in terms of our lives, you know, keeping us grounded and, and staying on the path of truth and, and authenticity. And, you know, every bit of yoga brings you closer to yourself. So we talk sequences, we talk music, we talk breathing techniques, dristies, everything. It's yoga all the time around here. That's great. I know my husband would probably appreciate if I uh, had someone to vent all the time. Cause he kind of, his eyes kind of roll back and through his head and go, really? Some more? Yeah, when somebody that, that doesn't practice hangs out with us, you know, they just start to glaze over and they start to go to a little bit different place. And I have to remind them, focus on your breath a little bit. Let's just keep on <laughs> focusing on the prize here. And, and Chris is exactly right. Like, um, at our house, it's yoga all the time, but even more importantly, you ask like, "What's it like to be married to somebody that you you know you're doing this with constantly all the time?" I can't imagine it being any other way. You know, like a lot of my friends are traveling teachers and they do the same kind of gig that we do, and they go out in the world and they're by themselves and they stay in a hotel overnight. You know, there's a lot of late nights. Uh, you know, sitting at a restaurant. You, you meet some nice people on the road, of course, but it's so much nicer to be able to do that with with Krista with my best friend, so, it, you know, I, I can't even imagine not having her as part of this whole deal that has become our lifestyle. It's fantastic. That's really neat. Um, I know that um, you guys have had an incredible year. Like, 2010 was really fun for you. Um, so let's talk about, you know, Brock first and then get to Krista. So, Brock. hmm a movie? Like, seriously? You were a stunt double and faster. That is so cool. Yeah, that was fun. That was, you know, something that just kind of came off the hip and uh, not something that I totally would have expected at all. It was a surprise and a different experience than anything I've ever had before. But, yeah, absolute blast. I got to see things from behind the scenes a little bit and see how, you know, action shots were done and all kinds of cool stuff. Got to see really cool cars and cool houses and movie stars and sat next to The Rock, which is this massive, huge hulk of a dude when we were getting our hair and makeup done. And I look over at this guy, you know, and his neck is as big around as my waist, and I'm just like, holy sh, you know. And <laughs> it was a crazy experience. It was, you know, it wasn't something that I would have expected to have happened to me. But at the same time, it was a, it was a real nice blessing and, I'm glad that I got a chance to to see what goes down in Hollyweird. Yeah, <laughs> since you live there, you may as well get into the get into it full full bore, hey? Sure, why not? You know, we'll we'll take what it brings. 
Wonderful. Yeah, I, when I watched the sequence um, that you d- that you did of the handstands, I was like, how does he do that? <laughs> I yeah, honestly have no idea. Magic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where, where's the cables? What's holding people up? Nah, we don't need any of that. We got bandas instead. Yeah, it's very cool. So, And what I really like about how you teach is you show people exactly how to do it. Like you, you give them the little the little techniques, and, and you're very hands-on with your students. And I think that's a, an amazing attribute as a teacher. Yeah, thank you. I, I really enjoy, as you can tell, you know, if you practice, I really love teaching yoga and especially all these kind of fun, death-defying moves, so to speak. They're They're a blast. And you know, they're not the end-all, be-all of anything. They just happen to be these things that we see as, like, impossibilities or supreme challenges. And, you know, it's it's a really cool thing when all of a sudden something that you think is not reachable or really super, like, over-the-top hard, if you just start to figure out, okay, I'll chip away at it. I'll start to figure it out. I'll work on it one step at a time, and then slowly but surely, oh, man, check it out. It happened. That's a beautiful thing, and that's what we practice, you know. It's not all about trying to do the coolest trick in the entire world, but these little uh, gems of being able to engage your strength and find your focus and your dedication and put you on the right path towards these challenges that seem impossible. That's what our practice is all about. That's really cool. Krista, the new Jasper Joe Hall calendar has come out, and you're in it. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tell us about that experience, about posing for well, him. and um, Jasper and I have worked together for a long time. Um, he discovered me about five, maybe six years ago. I was doing a yoga demonstration at a, a local yoga studio, and he happened to be there, and he saw me practice and, you know, invited me to come and shoot with him. And, you know, I didn't, I'd seen some of his work, but I wasn't really familiar with it. And after that experience, our first photo shoot, I just knew that he had a very unique um, and special gift for yoga and for especially women's bodies. And, you know, I am a performer. I love to inspire people, and I love to use my body to inspire people. Um, As a dancer, it was the same thing for me. I loved to move, to inspire people through human form. And he does that in his photos. And in a lot of his photos, you can almost sense the movement, and it's really a gift that he has. Um, So I've been shooting with him for a long time, and, of course, it's always an honor when he includes you in one of his projects. And I shot for him for a long time with Hardtail, and it's just always a really wonderful um, result that he gets out of you. And it doesn't matter how strong you are or how flexible you are. He finds your strength and he really brings it up to the surface and it always turns out to be such an amazing um, final product. So, yeah, it was, a, it was really sweet and generous of him to include me in that, um, in the calendar for this year. Oh, that's... Uh, you know, I look at those photos and I'm half of me is saying, "How on earth?" And the other half is me saying, "Wow, that's just so beautiful." Right, right. And I think you know, it's not the fact that you're nude in in the calendar that makes it beautiful. 
it's that there's nothing covering the soul. The soul is pouring out of these yogis and these dancers, and you can see their love and their dedication and their devotion to yoga. It's not about what outfit they have on that makes them beautiful. It's just them raw, in the raw state of who they are, their authentic self, cellulite, you know, everything right there on the surface for people to see. And it's them being comfortable in their own skin, and I think that that in itself is more beautiful than um, the pose, just the raw being. And and that's what I really appreciate about him. Yeah, he's got quite a wonderful talent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you guys can figure out who wants to take this next question first. <laughs> but I want to know what is the most significant thing that you've learned over the past year, whether it's personally, professionally, but something that's really stuck with you that you're going to carry with you into the future. I think Brock should go first because he had a great year, amazing. Yeah, I did have a fantastic year and learned so much this year. It was a tremendous eye-opener for me um, based upon the Gulf spill down in the Gulf of Mexico and all the stuff that went along with that. And I think the most significant thing that I learned this year is that we have to get off of fossil fuels. And, and, you know, there's a way to do that. And I see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, and um, I'm really excited to do my best, especially over this next year. That's kind of my uh, resolution for the next year is to get myself off of fossil fuels as much as is possible, convert our cars, um, try to find a place where we can live off of solar power and gray water style systems and filtration and things like this. So the most important thing I've learned is how to take care of mama, you know, and mama being our planet and especially our oceans. So this has been a crazy year for me, up and down, watching all the environmental catastrophe that's happened, but at the same time, it's been really motivating in that uh, I had an opportunity to, first of all, ignite an army of troops, and they're all yogis, and they're all willing to stand up and create a revolution that says, you know what, like the old way of doing things is antiquated, and it's not so cool anymore, and we need to be a little bit more conscious and a little bit more responsible and a little bit more dedicated towards, you know, furthering ourselves on this path and making it sustainable so that it's not just going to end with us. It continues on into future generations. And, you know, um, a really great thing happened yesterday, Donald, which I'm so stoked about. I'm in the best mood today because yesterday the U.S. Senate passed some legislation that they're banning shark finning in U.S. waters, and there's no way that they can either transport shark fins on land or on boat, and that's a big, huge deal yeah, because the shark finning industry is massive, and especially mm-hmm. over in Asia, and it's it's been one of the things that's been so near and dear to my heart. I love sharks, and I can't bear to see their fins cut off and them thrown back in the water to die mm-hmm. alive, you know. So a great thing happened yesterday. The U.S. passed this legislation. They've been working on it for two years. just came to fruition yesterday. And it's so funny. You know, it's uh, the solstice. And right when things seem like they're absolutely at the darkest, all of a sudden, tomorrow there's a little bit more light. And it's fantastic. It happened today, you know, and I'm really stoked. So I'm glad I get a chance to uh, to witness that and see where it goes next. It gives me some hope and some, some light for tomorrow. Fantastic. Those are wonderful steps to be making, and we all need to make a dedication to to save whatever we can of the planet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's kind of where our focus is going, and we had a chance to start a nonprofit this year and, and start to put our thoughts into action, and I've done my best to 
get involved in the Gulf spill and, and start saving sea turtles. And we've got several projects online for next year. They're going to be absolutely off the charts. And I'm really excited about those. Those will be found really fun and, and really, you know, um, soul-warming, so to speak. And they'll give us all a chance to kind of step up to the plate and see what we can do next. Fantastic. Look forward to it. Me too. Krista, how about you? I think that, I don't know if I learned it this year, but it came to a big become a big realization um, how important it is to align yourself with your truth. And it is so hard because we've been told our whole lives how we should act and how we should be. And, you know, even yoga kind of has its own stereotypes of how you should act and what you should look like and how you should speak and all of these things. But I think this year taught me more than anything that success will really come to you in being yourself and... Um, recognizing the parts of you that are authentic and the parts of you maybe that are just things that have been put on you by other people. And, you know, it's it's a great feeling through your yoga practice to become more real and more yourself and to embrace both the shadow and the light and to become more balanced. And I think that this year I turned 30 and I feel like more than ever, I am becoming who I was meant to become in order to do the work with Brock that I was meant to do to create a more balanced and more real um, environment, you know, starting with, with all the things with the oil spill, but then moving beyond that and just getting more real about um, the things in our lives that we can edit out. We don't actually need all this plastic. We, mm-hmm. we can live without it. It just takes um, that extra little intention, that extra little thought, not to just reach for the most convenient thing, but to actually do what we need to do to become more real and less disposable. Does that make sense? Totally. So just starting to edit out the things that are nonsense. You know, all the plastic bottles, all the plastic bags, we don't really need that stuff. We've just been told we need all that stuff. And if we can just do that within ourselves, I think it will become more of an outward practice, you know, where we... We bring our bags with us. We bring our bottles with us. We create less excess, less mess, and we get a little bit neater and a little bit closer to our true nature, which is um, being lighter and using less of this excess stuff. Um, I think it will reflect well for ourselves as well as for the planet. Definitely. Um, We're going to switch it up, and I want to do two minutes with each one of you. Okay. Okay. So, um, since Brock took the last question first, we're going to make Krista go first with two minutes with Krista Cahill. All right, Great. Krista. Okay. Yes. Go. So, quick little questions. Okay. First one: What high school did you go to? I went to Murrieta High School. Where was it? In California, Southern California. All right. Beatles or Rolling Stones? Stones. <laughs> Food indulgence. Chips and guacamole. The best place in the world you've ever been? Sorrento, Italy. Your favorite season? I'd have to say fall. Okay. Fiction or non-fiction, if you're picking up a book? Fiction. Okay. Favorite karaoke song? I like big butts. <laughs> <laughs> 
I sure mix a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, when do you find your personal bliss? A yoga practice. There you go. And your favorite takeout restaurant? La Cabana. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Brock, your turn. Okay, okay two I'm minutes ready. with Brock Cahill. Okay, your favorite TV show? I don't have a TV. Okay, there you go. Jennifer Aniston or Angelina Jolie? Angelina Jolie. Okay, football or baseball? Football. Your favorite Dr. Seuss book? Oh, The Places You'll Go. There you go. Oddest thing you've ever eaten? Oof. I'm a scorpion. Oh, my. Okay. (laughs) Which cartoon character do you resemble? Um, Finding Nemo. (laughs) Okay. Uh, How do you like your eggs? Um, Scramble. Okay, and your best friend from high school? His name was Jason. He passed away a little while ago, unfortunately. What a sweet kid. I'm sorry to hear that. Me too. I was too. Oh, it was great. That kid was amazing. He unfortunately found out that he had cancer on his honeymoon. He had just been married. He was 26 years old, and, uh, yeah, that was a sad day. He he went real quick. Yeah, happens to the best of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the good die young sometimes. Okay. So I want to know, you guys spend so much time together. You're totally devoted to your practice and to... Um, living life authentically, and what is one quality that you admire in your spouse? So who's going to take that? Yep, I'll go. Um, I think the the quality that I most admire in Krista is her authenticity. She talked a little bit about that before, but this chick is just so real, and she doesn't take bullshit from anybody, and she's always willing to stand up for what's right, and I just really really admire that in her and I admire her willingness to, you know, hold true and always be as completely upright as is possible and with so much grace and dignity and candor and, you know, it's just wonderful to see somebody that allows their truth to speak through them in every word and in every action. That's fantastic. Okay. Krista, you can return the favor. What do you admire about Brock? I admire that he pushes people to be their absolute best. It doesn't matter if it's his students or his friends or if it's me. He knows that he can extract more intensity, more goodness, more alignment, more whatever it is. He knows that people can give more, and he's not afraid to ask for them to be better. And I think it really does force people who are around him to want to stand up straighter and to want to give more and be better and to not be complacent or to rest on their laurels, but to actually stand up. And, you know, he's doing that. He's getting people to get involved, to stand up, and to do what's right and not just to look at other people and say, wow, I wish I could do that, but to actually become a part of the momentum of being better um, in all ways, you know, not just in the yoga practice or in friendships, but in 
in participating in this ecological um, activism. You know, he's really encouraging and inspiring people to get involved. And to that end, you guys are going to Bora Bora in the new year. Oh, man. Yes, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about what, what's what's on tap for for that experience for anybody who's, who wants to join you? Uh, Bora Bora has been on my list of places to go my whole life, and we've never had a chance to go to the South Pacific. So this is going to be off the charts. Um, on this particular yoga retreat, what we do is we practice a couple times a day, and this particular yoga retreat, we are going to a turtle sanctuary. And then, as you probably know, Donna, like, I love sea turtles. They're such mm-hmm. cool dudes. So much fun to go swimming with them and play around. And we're going to this place in the South Pacific where they have a lagoon and a sea turtle sanctuary where you can learn all about them, swim with them all day, hang out, you know, play, uh, you know, <laughs> surfing games with the turtles, whatever you want to do. So I'm so stoked about that. It's going to be a blast. So sea turtles, oceanic conservation, and all the yoga you can consume. All, all the yoga and week. all the yoga and good food you can consume. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good for the body, all around. Yeah, yeah. Good for your body. Good for your spirit. Oh, the spiritual part's going to be the heat. I can't wait. Oh, it sounds like a fantastic trip. I'm sure everybody who goes is going to come back with life-changing experiences. So thank you for organizing it and hosting and doing all that kind of good stuff. For sure. Are you going to come? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> You're invited. It's a little bit more warmer than Canada, probably. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of sea turtles up here. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, it's the holidays, you guys. Uh, what are you guys doing to celebrate? Well, we get to go and hang out with family, which is going to be fabulous. Uh, we're we're here in Los Angeles now, and we're taking off on Thursday. My family just recently have uh, picked up a new place in Florida because my father retired this year. So we're going to go visit the new digs and hang out and unplug for about a week. And then uh, once we get a chance to do that and recuperate a little bit, rest up, read a few books, then we get to go to Aspen and do our annual New Year's Eve uh, workshop, which is going to be fabulous, and catch a little bit of snow and hang up there. Oh, fantastic! You got the sea and the and the mountains all in one one week, pretty much. I love balance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so you're heading off to Florida. You're going to be up in Aspen, um, and then it's. Uh, 2011. And then it is, yeah, and it's a whole new deal. You setting any uh, New Year's resolutions? Absolutely, yeah, a ton of them, in fact. But uh, like the one I talked about a little bit ago, we're going to get off the grid a little bit. We're going to do our best to find alternative energy sources and do our best to educate all of our friends and peeps and students about this as well because we have to do it, and this is the year, you know, Um it's so funny that it's actually really coming up on 2012. I don't know if I really believe in the end of the calendar and all that stuff, but it is like a transitionary period. You can feel it. We can all feel it. It's it's going to be something special that happens in this next year, and I'm excited to get ramped up for it and, and uh, see if we can create headway and, of course, continuing to do our best to save as much of the ocean as we possibly can. That's Those are my resolutions right there. How about you, Krista? 
Um, well, I always have the same intention, which is to do my yoga practice every day, whether that's, you know, laying on a bolster in Susabhata Kanasana or, mm-hmm. you know, doing the two hours full intensity thing. But to stay on the path that has so far brought me so much joy, authenticity, and happiness, and to just know that the more I do my yoga practice, the more I make a impact in, you know, lives beyond myself. So that is always the same for me, knowing that good things just come from that yoga. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for spending the last half an hour with us and for sharing your insights into life, into yoga, into getting off the grid and saving the environment. I appreciate your time and your talents. Oh, it's nice talking to you, Donna. Thanks for including us. Yeah, thank you. You're very sweet for including us in uh, such a great lineup of people and hope your New Year's... What's your New Year's resolution? (laughs) Probably just to keep breathing. Inhale and exhale, and it'll all be good. (laughs) That's That's exactly what it is. That's exactly... It's all good. All right. Have a wonderful holiday, you two. Take care. Thanks. Back at you. Right back at you. Enjoy your your whole thing, the whole thing you've created. Just enjoy it. Will do. All right, Donna, take care. Thanks. So this has been Reflections 2010 with Brock and Krista Cahill. You can learn more about what they do and the amazing way in which they do it by visiting gravitycowboy.com or cahillyoga.com. You can also find them on Facebook. At Brock and Krista Cahill. This is Donna Freeman of yogainmyschool.com, and this has been Reflections 2010. We'd like to thank Elephant Journal for hosting on their website and for all of our fantastic guests. We've had just an absolutely stellar lineup of guests. We will be connecting next with Allie Hamilton of Yogi's Anonymous, and that will be our Christmas. Eve gift to you, so you can join us on December 24th for that. Um, And then next week, the esteemed uh, John Friend, um, founder of Anusara Yoga, will be our guest, as well as rounding out Reflections 2010 is Waylon Lewis with all his commentary um, from the eyes of Elephant Journal. Have a fantastic day. I wish you peace and joy and everything that you need to feel balanced and whole in in your life namaste <laughs>